Hello, everybody, and welcome to Popcorn Binge. I don't know where you are in the world, but I am in the great state of Texas, and we have had this horrible, rainy, overcast weather for the entire month of February, and I am done. Done, I tell you, with this weather. The only good thing about this weather is it lends to binge-watching on the telly. So, my good friends, I come to you with three, uh, make that four outstanding shows, because one of them, literally just watching shows, you know, I watch them for my own entertainment, and now I'm starting to watch them to go, is this something I could talk about on the podcast? So, I kind of look at them a little differently, and then I find myself in the hole, so to speak, like, so invested in the programming that I have to watch the next one, and I have to watch the next one, and then I'm staying up late, because I gotta watch the next one, I can't wake up early enough, because I want to see the next one, and if you've ever been in that binge-worthy hole, thank you to streaming services for this wonderful little addiction that we now have in America, uh, what, (laughs) nobody seems to, like, some people don't get it, they're like, I don't binge shows, I don't know what you're talking about, but I think it rang true for me, my son and I were looking at, and you guys know, we have Hulu Live, so we're on our Hulu Live, And there is a suggestion of shows on the home screen, which I really like this feature on on Hulu Live. And once again, I want to point out, I do not get paid by Hulu Live. They are not giving me Hulu Live for free. I literally am a customer talking about this service. So on this home section, they give you suggestions of shows that that have happened or occurred that they believe, watching how I watch things, that might interest me. And so there is this new show, and it's out on NBC, and it's called, do I even have it written down? I do not. Oh, so it is a spy show and um, it is amazing. I will talk more about that show later, but the point of this matter is, is that my son watched the whole show with me and it's good. I mean, it's dramatic, it's intriguing. My son, my uh, 11 year old son says, it has everything mom, guns and spies and Russia and and America and the CIA and you get to the end of it and it's over and he goes we'll do the next episode and I said there isn't one that was like a real show and he looked at me and he goes why did you do this to me (laughs) and I had to laugh and the irony of the situation hit me like he comes from a world of streaming where he never had to wait he never had to wait for a day-to-day-to-day show and wait a week or, God bless, if, if there was a State of the Union address, then your show doesn't get shown that week. And that's the world my son never knew. And so him watching a series television from a, you know, NBC and having to, to wait a week for the next show is killing him. Every day he comes home, did it show? Like, no, if you'll notice on the scheduling, it shows that it it happens on the 28th. And he says, I can't believe this. I cannot believe he did this to me. And I have to laugh because I think it was a really good show, but I didn't mean to do it to you. So that's the world that we're living in. So the first show that I'm going to talk about, I'm a little late to the party. So this particular show was on um, NBC. I believe it was NBC. And it was extremely popular. Um, People talked about it at the water coolers. And I was late to the party. And it wasn't until it was on Netflix that I tuned in. 
and I enjoyed it and I binged it and I watched it. Now I did get to like the fourth or the fifth uh, season and I kind of tuned out a little bit. So I haven't um, finished out the series. Um, but again, I, there, after so many seasons, I gotta, I gotta go do something else. It's kind of like, I almost get to a point where I, I just can't do that anymore, especially if they don't change it up and it feels like it's the same story every time and there's nothing new and, and you know, four or five se- series, you know, seasons into it, that's what happens. So the show that I'm talking about right now is Once Upon a Time. And Once Upon a Time is a modern take on our fairy tales. So it starts out in a town in, I believe it's in Maine, um, portside town, nothing spectacular about it. And everybody's going about their business and there's a young man and he has a teacher. It's a cute little teacher and the actress that plays uh, the teacher is, is one of my favorites. It's Mary Margaret. And Mary Margaret is played by Jennifer Good Goodwin. Um, she, I've seen her in other things. I just love her. I love, I love that she's perky. I love, I love her little haircut. I call it a pixie haircut, short. Um, she's loving and nurturing. Anyway, she plays Mary Margaret. So Mary Margaret is the teacher of this young man and she gives him a book and it's a storybook and he starts to read it and he starts to believe that the people in his neighborhood are the people that were in these books. And I don't want to spoil too much for you, but I will tell you there is a evil queen, uh, Snow White, um, the handsome prince, uh, every character that you can imagine from Disney. You know what? It's not ABC. It's ABC. Please forgive me. I just ding dong realized it was ABC. I didn't write it down. Um, and which makes sense that it's all Disney characters. So there's people from Frozen and the Little Mermaid and um, Maleficent, and uh, the Sleeping Beauty, and Mulan, and all those great characters, and it is so neat how they weave in and out, and Rumpelstiltskin, that's another one, and they weave in and out of all these stories, and they kind of flash back to what I like to call the make-believe world, and then the reality, and then you kind of find out how they all got there, and how they each play into play, so once upon a time, check it out. Um, do yourself a favor and, and watch the first episode. Try not to, if if you've seen it and you're a huge fan, you got to forgive me for saying it was on NBC first off. But second of all, don't, you know, tell your other friends about it because it is a good show. And if you have not seen it and you're late to the party like I was and you're looking for something good to watch, I really do believe that this will be something that you will enjoy. Um, hook Captain Hook is on there, uh, Peter Pan. There's so many. The way the human portrayal of some of these characters is so good. It's really well done. Uh, a notable character that's on there is, um, oh, another thing. Um, Jennifer, I did not know this. She was the voice of Officer Judy Hopps from Zootopia. Oh my God, my favorite character on Zootopia, Officer Judy Hopps. Um, there also is another character, and I don't have it down here, um, but he plays um, the sheriff, and um, I can't tell you who he is in real life, because I really feel like I'm going to give it away, but now he's in the show Manifest, um, which when I see him, I always think about his character on Once Upon a Time, and he was actually married to Jennifer in real life, like they really were married, 
and that is when I see him I always want to look for her and she's not the same but that's okay really good show once upon a time I'm finding it on Netflix now I'm going to talk about a show that I am upset about and I looked online and on change dot I believe it's org I'm not I'm sure if it's change or dot net but it's the place online where people can sign petitions there's actually a petition for this particular show it was star-crossed star-crossed was an alien romance um, and it was from CW doggone it I've talked about them before CW quit canceling shows that are actually decent and good and quit going on and on and on with shows that that well past their expiration date so this is one of those star-crossed great show I kind of prelimed it on another show um, that I talked about it but it's a uh, an alien um, population and they're living like in a ghetto type um, building area I mean that's what it is and they have tattoos all over them and their tattoos do things and they uh, a few of the alien high school students go to the American high school which it's all supposed to be in Baton Rouge which I found curious if it really was filmed in Baton Rouge, I want to know how they escape the humidity. I'm going to, that's my question for the producers of that show. How, why did you pick Baton Rouge and how did you escape the humidity? That's my second question. So, um, you know, I am from Louisiana. I've got to ask them questions. So it's a great show, great storylines. I loved it. Some of the notable characters um, from that particular show was Amy Tea Garden, and she played Emery. Um, Matt Lanter, who played Roman. The interesting thing about him is he does a lot of voiceover work. I didn't realize how many different animated shows he did voiceover work on. Very handsome. Very romantic. I really liked him. I wasn't totally crazy about the, the character Emery, but the whole dynamic of the whole show was very good. Um, and then Greg... Finley. Um, he played Drake. Let me tell y'all something about Drake. He was a really, really good looking man. He played one of the aliens. Um, I can't tell you what happens. That's what kills me about these shows. I can't tell y'all what happened. But I was watching a show the other day and it was iZombie. And I'm seeing this character who plays a, a love interest of our little zombie gal. And I'm looking like, gosh, he looks familiar. I can't place where I know him from. And when I was doing the research for Starcrossed, there he was. I was like, oh, it's the guy from Starcrossed. That's where I know him from, which cracks me up when that happens. But he's got potential. That young man, I, I can see him in some other things. He reminds me a little bit of Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum, excuse me. Um, his build, his way, his, his swagger. Um, I'd like to see him in more stuff. I could see him doing some modeling work. This guy, I, I like him. Um, I especially like the guy um, that plays the lead character in that show too, Roman, um, Matt Ladner. I really like him. I'd like to see him in some more stuff. So the third thing I'm going to talk to you guys about is one that I just started watching. It's called The Messengers. Um, I believe it was uh, inspired off of a book series. Um, the thing about The Messengers is it, it caught my attention. The, the poster caught my attention. And if you look on our Instagram account, popcorn underscore binge, um, I actually have a, a picture of that poster posted. It's a, a man 
as though he were on fire, but still alive. It's a really intriguing poster. If you have to talk about a poster design for a movie, um, I don't know who, who designed that one, but man, that was good stuff. Um, the whole, just the whole thing really grabbed my attention. So what it's about is um, a, I'll say a meteor hits the earth upon impact, a wave of not sure what it is, special abilities, power, whatever it is, hits about seven different people. And each of those seven people collapse at what they are doing. And they and the people all around them believe that they have died. They have no heartbeat, no breath, nothing. And when they wake, they all of a sudden have a, a superpower, so to speak. Now, each of the superpowers are different. Uh, one person can hear the thoughts of someone else. Another person has healing ability. Uh, one person has what she calls an understanding ability. And what it is is she actually understands all languages, including computer data. It's really interesting. There's some other ones with uh, one has extreme strength. Um, another one uh, can leave her body and in a spirit form enter another space. Uh, very interesting when you need intel. Um, it is phenomenal. It is well done. However, I'm going to say this. It's been, I, I have a feel it's going to be one of those letdowns where uh, maybe two seasons or something is over. Um, I just have that feeling. So anyway, I just got into this thing. One of the main characters is a very handsome man by the name of J.D. Pardue. Um, and he actually plays in the show Mayans as the lead character. Now, he is very handsome and has a Hispanic look to him. I don't know if he is actually Hispanic, but he does have that look to him. Um, I like him. I like his performance in Mayans better than this one. I'll tell you that. I think that he's evolving as an actor. And I think he could be one of our key leading men of the future. Um, again, he has that smolder to him. Great romantic lead. Strong. Would make a great cop in a cop show or a detective. He'd even make a great bad guy. Although I really like him and I don't really want to see him in those roles. But sometimes a bad guy is fun to play. Um, so The Messengers, J.D. Pardue is who I'm talking about. Um, and in the show, The Messengers, his character is named Raul. The next one I'm going to talk about is Joel Courtney, and he plays the character Peter. I knew I recognized him, and when that happens, like the last show I was just talking about, I go on a little hunt. Who, who, where do I know him from? And I knew him from the kissing booth on Netflix. He was the best friend. He was so cute in that one. And in this one, he's he looks young. Um, I see a lot for this young man as well. Cute little show. Um, I like the character he's playing in The Messengers. A lot of vulnerability to him. Uh, Diego uh, Morganda. Now, here's the thing that he plays, I'll just say a bad guy. I can't tell you who the bad guy is, but he plays a bad guy in The Messengers. And when I looked him up on IMDb, uh, I found him. And he totally plays Jesus. And, and another figure in, in the Bible and the Son of God... He totally plays Jesus. And so after you see him play this wicked character, that's all I can say, in The Messengers, and to go see him play Jesus freaked me out. 
and he and when you see him in Jesus, you're like, oh, he's beautiful. He's he's wonderfully handsome. You could see how he could be Jesus. And then when you see him in the messengers, you're like, ooh, that's that's danger. That's danger. So that is a, an interesting. I like that when 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 people can do that when they can do those. It, it's those little backstories about the show that that I want to talk about on this podcast. So whenever I can find those, I'm all about that business. So uh, that's another one. Another one is uh, one of the little characters that's in it. Um, let me say one more thing about Diago. He's from Portugal, y'all. He's a Portuguese actor. And he speaks with no accent. And that's good stuff. So anyway, I really like him a lot. There is another young lady in that show that's... Um, she plays the uh, the niece of Raul. Um, she's actually in the show Star right now. And I will talk about Star later. I really like Star um, coming up. So, um, I really like that little actress too. So I'll give her a little highlight when I talk about star. Cause I like her a lot. Um, the fourth one I'm going to talk about today is a documentary. Um, I, I'm going to give you a little bonus today too. So the documentary, you know, I love me some documentaries. Again, we found it on the Hulu home page where they suggested it to us. Um, thanks Hulu for doing that. But it's called Three Identical Strangers. And it was made in 2018. Um, Here's the thing about this one. Three men are identical twins. Given up for adoption to three different families. They never knew they had an identical brother. They go off to college. And this is how they find each other. One of them goes off to college. And everybody's walking up to him like they know him. And, oh, my God, we didn't know you were coming back. And da-da-da-da-da. It's a little small school. And he's kind of having a weird kind of like, what's going on? And another guy walks up, and he's like, you totally look like my best friend. And he's like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Come to find out, they meet up. They're identical brothers. They're like, oh, my gosh. I was. They were born on the same day, adopted from the same facility, um, look exactly like they're like, oh my God, we're totally twins. So the newspaper does a story on them. A family gets the newspaper. A daughter calls her mother and says, you're not going to believe this, but I think our brother has a set of, has brothers, twins, which would make him a triplet. The mother's like, no way. She reads the article. She's like, oh my gosh. So they call the newspaper because they don't have any way to really get in contact with them. They call the newspaper. They're like, we have a son. He looks just like these two other guys. He was also born on that day. And we adopted him from the same adoption agency. So these three men in their 20s are reunited. And sure enough, they are identical triplets. And they were adopted to three different families. No one of the families knew that that their son had come from a set of triplets. And I cannot tell you too much more without divulging the whole documentary. But you guys, it is good. It is intriguing. It is something out of a... Like if you were to write this into a movie, you you wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it. So these guys, um, it, it is a beautifully done documentary. Um, the way that they interview... And, and take care of each of the people they interview. Very well done. This takes you on a little bit of a roller coaster ride. You start out one way and you end another. And how this thing did not get nominated for Best Documentary. I know it won an award. 
but this thing was good and it, it needs some recognition so three identical strangers um make sure you check that one out on hulu my little bonus plan i'm going to tell you guys is unsolved unsolved is a 2018 documentary series from the makers of um of oj and uh the one about versace um so it's a series i mean all-star cast um amazing so what it is it they actually go into the investigation of the killing of biggie smalls and tupac shakur um which the mystery of those two murders is urban legend at this point it was 25 years ago it's hard to believe huh guys they were murdered 25 years ago so this is a, a perspective from the police actually investigating the murders at two separate times um so it, it's kind of hard to imagine you know some shows will flip the future the past the future the past this one is present day past and then past again so there's three different time frames that they're juggling i think they do a very good job i think they do an excellent job of portraying both biggie and tupac i think they do an outstanding job of honoring those two gentlemen's mothers in their portrayals they portray them as loving mothers devastated by the deaths of their son and i believe that that important part of that show needed to be said on behalf of those women so i want to just give a huge shout out to the makers of this particular series and tell everybody even if you're not a big fan of um rap even if you're not watch it it's well done it's a really 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 good show all right guys i've been trying to get a hold of my little co-stars uh one of them is over at the school and uh poor little darling my little michaela she had some battery problems but she got that all fixed so we're gonna get her online she jokingly said that she has to do her homework at school and then do homework for the podcast so she said i haven't watched enough shows to give any input on the podcast so she wasn't able to contribute this week but we'll give a check-in with old Catherine and see what she's got for us for the next one everybody have a great day if it's not raining and dreary where you are get outside and soak up some sunshine for me hey go watch a lot of shows make sure you comment give us some suggestions have a great day go like us on instagram popcorn binge bye-bye